0: offering you the chance to hear a 15 to 20 minute Bible reading each weeknight. The entire Bible, every year. Hear the scriptures, then call in with your comments and questions. This is the best show in the world. Well, actually, I was speaking against everything you were talking about before, and uh, now I, I stand humbly corrected. I'm a pastor, and our people really need to know the Word more. The Bible also transformed the life of your Bible Live host a full-blooded apache indian born out of wedlock and abandoned at birth soapy dollar was found in a big city alley by a kind-hearted fortune teller then passed around to 16 families before he was six years old placed in a home for homeless and delinquent boys soapy dollar heard the bible's life-changing message at the age of eight and the course of his life was changed He's an American Indian guitar-play-it-all-around rodeo cowboy.
2: I keep my thumb between the pages and my heart in the book.
0: With more degrees than a thermometer, and over 40 years of introducing folks just like you to the God of the Bible. Here is Sophie Dollar.
2: Indeed, here we are. Ready to go! Hope you are ready as well to get started tonight with this edition of the Bible Live Broadcast. We've read all the way up now to Second Samuel chapter 22. And as we have repeated over and over again, First and Second Samuel are one book actually, divided at the time of translation from Hebrew to Greek, some 300, 350 years before Christ the Septuagint, the translation from Hebrew, and at that time the book was divided, right there between the reigns of King Saul and David. So this book of 2 Samuel has had mostly to do with the reign of King David. Starting very, very young, 12 to 14 years of age, we have tracked his very remarkable life, a full life, incredible experiences from political, military, relational, family lives, complicated, very, very, very interesting. So many things we can learn from it, not only just learn from his life as a human being, but because as well, and really this is true for the whole Bible, God is involved. The true and living God intentionally has let us know, I am here, I am doing this, we get a chance to see God in action in the life of this individual, his family, the people around him. It's a tremendous opportunity for us to learn about the true and living God and his ways, his way of dealing with us in this world in which we still live. I'll give you a little bit more information as we come closer to that reading from Second Samuel. Right now, though, let's go to Psalm 66 for our Wisdom and Worship segment, Our God Answers Prayer, The Bible Life, Psalm 66. Shout joyful praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of His name. Tell the world how glorious He is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done. What awesome miracles He does for His people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea, and his people went across on foot. Come, let us rejoice in who he is, for by his great power he rules forever. He watches every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless our God and sing aloud his praises. Our lives are in his hands, and he keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver melted in a crucible. You captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. You sent troops to ride across our broken bodies. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows you heard me make when I was in deep trouble that is why I am sacrificing burnt offerings to you the best of my rams as a pleasing aroma and I will sacrifice bulls and goats come and listen all you who fear God and I will tell you what he did for me for I cried out to him for help praising him as I spoke if I had not confessed the sin in my heart my Lord would not have listened but God did listen he paid attention to my prayer Praise God who did not ignore my prayer and did not withdraw his unfailing love from me. End of reading, Psalm 66. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
0: You know that sounds
2: a lot like a song David could write. <laughs> oh Lord, Can you imagine you the the depths of feeling David must have had for the Lord because he had been involved in walking with the Lord for so many years and through so many different types of experiences. Individual experiences and personal danger, his political life, marital and family life, his children, to rebellions, all of these things that happen. David has walked through them with his God, and so you can imagine that very personal feeling represented in that song lord, you're good you 've taken me through all these different experiences. You could see how David would sing a song of praise, and of course that 's the way our reading starts tonight in the book of second samuel we 're Into the later years now of David's rule, toward the end of his life, he avenges the Gibeonites. He kills some of the great-grandchildren of Saul. There are some battles against the Philistine giants, the descendants, I guess, of Goliath, and his life is saved by one of his mighty warriors. Then we come to chapter 22. We have this song of praise. Remember that David is a skilled musician. He plays his harp for Saul. He was good enough to play for the king command performances, right? He instituted music programs in the temple. He wrote more of the book of the Psalms than anyone else. So writing a Psalm like this was not unusual for David. I certainly would enjoy someday learning some Hebrew and getting a sense of how his poetry sounds in his native language. That would be so very interesting. This royal hymn that we start out with tonight, it's a hymn of thanksgiving. It's almost identical to Psalm 18. You can compare those two so David brings out one of his psalms here. It's a beautiful, powerful poem. Then Second Samuel 23, David's last words there on his deathbed. Then we see a listing of David's mightiest warriors. One of the characteristics of his life, David was a leader of men. He was a real man's man, and he gathered around him warriors from many different nationalities. I hope you'll notice that. He was not only their king and their leader in terms of military prowess, but also, he was a powerful witness and influence for the cause of God in their lives. And you'll notice that Uriah the Hittite figures right in there with these mighty thirty warriors. And then, of course, David takes his census, and that's how we end the book of Second Samuel. Second Samuel 22:1 through 24:25. Second Samuel 22. David sang this song to the Lord after the Lord rescued him from all his enemies and from Saul. These are the words he sang. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock, in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the strength of my salvation, and my stronghold, my high tower, my Savior, the one who saves me from violence. I will call on the Lord, who is worthy of praise, for he saves me from my enemies. The waves of death surrounded me. The floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death itself stared me in the face. But in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I called out to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the heavens shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals flamed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on a mighty angel, he flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dense rain clouds. A great brightness shone before him, and bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High gave a mighty shout. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. His lightning flashed, and they were confused. Then at the command of the Lord, at the blast of his breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He delivered me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was weakest, but the Lord upheld me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because He delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He compensated me because of my innocence. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. For all His laws are constantly before me. I have never abandoned His principles. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right because of my innocence in His sight. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the wicked, you show yourself hostile.
1: You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
2: You rescue those who are humble, but your eyes are on the proud to humiliate them. O Lord, You are my light. Yes, Lord, You light up my darkness. In your strength I can crush an army. With my God I can scale any wall. As for God, His way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to Him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? God is my strong fortress. He has made my way safe. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, leading me safely along the mountain heights. He prepares me for battle. He strengthens me to draw a bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. I chased my enemies and destroyed them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You made them turn and run. I have destroyed all who hated me. They called for help, but no one came to rescue them. They cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer them. I ground them as fine as the dust of the earth. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You preserved me as the ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. Foreigners cringe before me. As soon as they hear of me, they submit. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. May God, the rock of my salvation, be exalted. He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing joyfully to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. 2 Samuel 23 These are the last words of David. David the son of Jesse speaks. David, the man to whom God gave such wonderful success, David, the man anointed by the God of Jacob, David, the sweet psalmist of Israel. The Spirit of the Lord speaks through me. His words are upon my tongue. The God of Israel spoke. The rock of Israel said to me, The person who rules righteously, who rules in the fear of God, he is like the light of the morning, like the sunrise bursting forth in a cloudless sky, like the refreshing rains that bring tender grass from the earth. It is my family God has chosen. Yes, He has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreement is eternal, final, sealed. He will constantly look after my safety and success. But the godless are like thorns to be thrown away, for they tear the hand that touches them. One must be armed to chop them down. They will be utterly consumed with fire.
1: This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
2: These are the names of David's mightiest men. The first was Joshobeam the Hekmonite, who was commander of the three, the three greatest warriors among David's men. He once used his spear to kill 800 enemy warriors in a single battle. Next in rank among the three was Eleazar, son of Dodai, a descendant of Ahoah. Once Eleazar and David stood together against the Philistines when the entire Israelite army had fled. He killed Philistines until his hand was too tired to lift his sword, and the Lord gave him a great victory that day. The rest of the army did not return until it was time to collect the plunder. Next in rank was Shammah, son of Aji from Harar. One time the Philistines gathered at Lehi and attacked the Israelites in a field full of lentils. The Israelite army fled, but Shammah held his ground in the middle of the field and beat back the Philistines. So the Lord brought about a great victory. Once during harvest time, when David was at the cave of Adullam, the Philistine army was camped in the valley of Rephaim. The three who were among the thirty, an elite group among David's fighting men, went down to meet him there. David was staying in the stronghold at the time, and a Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. David remarked longingly to his men, Oh, how I would love some of that good water from the well in Bethlehem, the one by the gate. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew some water from the well, and brought it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out before the Lord. The Lord forbid that I should drink this, he exclaimed. This water is as precious as the blood of these men who risked their lives to bring it to me. So David did not drink it. This is an example of the exploits of the three. Abishai son of Zeruiah, the brother of Joab, was the leader of the thirty. He once used his spear to kill three hundred enemy warriors in a single battle. It was by such feats that he became as famous as the three. Abishai was the most famous of the thirty and was their commander, though he was not one of the three. There was also Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kabzil. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two of Moab's mightiest warriors. Another time he chased a lion down into a pit, then, despite the snow and slippery ground, he caught the lion and killed it. Another time, armed only with a club, he killed a great Egyptian warrior who was armed with a spear. Benaiah wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with it. These are some of the deeds that made Benaiah almost as famous as the three. He was more honored than the other members of the thirty, though he was not one of the three and David made him commander of his bodyguard. This is the Bible Live with
1: Soapy Dollar.
2: Other members of the 30 included Asahel, Joab's brother, Elhanan, son of Dodo, from Bethlehem, Shamar from Harod, Elika, from Harod, Heles from Pelon, Ira, son of Ikesh, from Tekoa, Abiezer, from Anathoth, Sibekai, from Hushah, Zalmon, from Ahoah, Maharai from Netophah, Heled, son of Baanah, from Netophah, Ethi son of Ribai from Gibeah, from the tribe of Benjamin, Benaiah from Pirathon; Hurai from Nahali-gaash, Abi-albon the Arbathite, Azmaveth from Bahurim, Eliaba from Shalbon; the sons of Joshin, Jonathan, son of Shagi from Harar, Ahium, son of Sharar from Harar, Eliphelet, son of Ahasba'i from Maakah, Eliam, son of Ahithophel from Gilo. Hezreel from Carmel, Paarai from Arba, Egal son of Nathan from Zobah, Bani from Gad, Zelek from Ammon, Nahari from Beeroth, Joab's armor-bearer, Ira from Jatir, Gareb from Jatir, Uriah the Hittite. There were 37 in all. Second Samuel 24. Once again the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he caused David to harm them by taking a census. Go and count the people of Israel and Judah, the Lord told him. So the king said to Joab, the commander of his army, "'Take a census of all the people in the land, "'from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, "'so that I may know how many people there are.' But Joab replied to the king, "'May the Lord your God let you live "'until there are a hundred times as many people "'in your kingdom as there are now. "'But why do you want to do this?' But the king insisted that they take the census. So Joab and his officers went out to count the people of Israel.' First, they crossed the Jordan and camped at Arorer, south of the town in the valley in the direction of Gad. Then they went on to Jazer, then to Gilead in the land of Tatim Hodshi, and to Don Jaan, and around to Sidon. Then they came to the stronghold of Tyre, and all the cities of the Hivites and Canaanites. Finally, they went south to Judah, as far as Beersheba. Having gone through the entire land, they completed their task in nine months and twenty days, and then returned to Jerusalem. Joab reported the number of people to the king. There were 800,000 men of military age in Israel and 500,000 in Judah. But after he had taken the census, David's conscience began to bother him, and he said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly and shouldn't have taken the census. Please forgive me, Lord, for doing this foolish thing. You're listening to the Bible live with Soapy Dollar. The next morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, who was David's seer. This was the message. Go and say to David, This is what the Lord says. I will give you three choices. Choose one of these punishments, and I will do it. So Gad came to David and asked him, Will you choose three years of famine throughout the land, three months of fleeing from your enemies, or three days of severe plague throughout your land? Think this over, and let me know what answer to give the Lord. This is a desperate situation, David replied to Gad, but let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. Do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague upon Israel that morning, and it lasted for three days. Seventy thousand people died throughout the nation. But as the death angel was preparing to destroy Jerusalem, the Lord relented and said to the angel, Stop! That is enough! At that moment, the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Arunah the Jebusite. When David saw the angel, he said to the Lord, I am the one who has sinned and done wrong, but these people are innocent. What have they done? Let your anger fall against me and my family. That day Gad came to David and said to him, Go and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arunah the Jebusite. So David went to do what the Lord had commanded him. When Arauna saw the king and his men coming toward him, he came forward and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. "'Why have you come, my lord?' Arauna asked. And David replied, "'I have come to buy your threshing floor and to build an altar to the Lord there, so that the Lord will stop the plague.' "'Take it, my lord, and use it as you wish,' Arauna said to David. "'Here are oxen for the burnt offering, and you can use the threshing tools and ox yokes for wood to build a fire on the altar.' I will give it all to you, and may the Lord your God accept your sacrifice. But the king replied to Araunah, No, I insist on buying it, for I cannot present burnt offerings to the Lord my God that have cost me nothing. So David paid him fifty pieces of silver for the threshing floor and the oxen. David built an altar there to the Lord, and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the Lord answered his prayer, and the plague was stopped end of reading second samuel twenty two one through twenty four twenty five well, after more than four hundred years, David accomplished what no other leader before him, no judge or other leader or king had done, he was able to unite all of those tribes, and israel was finally at peace. He brought all of those competing tribes together, all that sibling rivalry, I guess. His administration was run on the principle of dedication to God, to the well-being of the people. Yeah, David sinned. He made mistakes. But despite his sins, the Bible calls him a man after God's own heart. Because when he sinned, he recognized it, he confessed it to God, and he abandoned it. The great, great lesson for us the Bible from the life of David. Dollars
1: reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndale House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America, and your financial support is needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to the Bible Live, Post Office Box 18888, that's the Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, thebiblelive.com. Now don't forget, join us each weekday for The Bible Live with Sophie Dollar. Start today and in one year's time, we will read and respond together to the entire Bible. Let the most important word you hear each day be God's word.